How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, listen up, kids. I have some fascinating food facts you can take to the teachers this morning. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So... You can go and say, you know what? You're going to eat about 7,500 animals over the course of your life. Dang. Now, uh, unless you're a vegetarian, obviously, and about 13% of Americans say they're vegetarians. Yeah, but how yeah. many of them really are? And I'll eat their part. <laughs> you don't want it. You're going to eat all that? Yeah. For the rest of us, we're eating animals like it's, we're crazy. Uh, no, that's a bad way to put it. I know, I know. Yeah. But if you live... To be like 80 years old, let's say. <laughs> Probably not if you're eating that many animals. <laughs> and eat meat the whole time. You'll eat 7,500 animals total. Now, here's the type of animals that we're eating, apparently. Yeah, because there's no way we're eating 7,500 cows, right? Nope, nope. <laughs> no, but I had all the animals this weekend. Chicken, <laughs> yeah. cows, pigs. There you go. Where'd you go? Out to eat a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the breakdowns like this, we'll start with cows because that's the least amount of, uh, I guess, animals that we eat. We only eat 11 cows in our lifetime. Only. Yeah. A cow's a lot of meat. Well, they say the 11 cows doesn't sound like a lot, but cows produce a lot of meat. One cow has enough meat to produce about 2,000 quarter, pound, quarter pounder burgers. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. We used so. to get these people would come by and sell my parents like a freezer full of cow. Yeah. And they would be like, you want a half a cow or a quarter of a cow? <laughs> that would fill up our, like, we had one of those freezers in the garage. Yeah. It would fill that thing up. We'd have stuff in the house freezer. We'd be <laughs> borrowing the neighbor's freezer. Yeah, the bad thing is you'd buy it, or my parents would buy it from a guy in a pickup truck with no cooler. And you're well, like, okay. I'm like, Dad, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Uh, <laughs> our guy had a, a cooler. I mean, it wasn't yeah. much better, but he had a cooler. Okay. You know, I remember those trucks that used to come by. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 I just don't think I could. Yeah, it was probably trash meat. Y'all had a lot of faith then, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back I'd, then you kind of could. Yeah, I question the grocery stores these days. Well, it was like should. an ice cream truck. <laughs> you just rode around the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, you had to chase them down on your bike. <laughs> oh, please tell me instead of a song, it was just them going Murr, the whole way down. No, no. song. But he did have pictures of all the meats on the side of yes. his uh, truck. Yes, he did. The ribeye, the filet. And they were refrigerated trucks. <laughs> they were frozen, <laughs> usually. <laughs> all right. The, uh, the, the pictures were never quite how they turned out, though. So we eat 11 oh, wow. cows in our lifetime. 27 pigs if you eat meat all the way up until you're 80. What kind of pig? Like the big 2,000-pound fat pigs I'm or guessing, just little yeah, baby pigs? How much bacon you eat. Or a guinea pig. That's <laughs> not good. Okay. Ever had guinea pig bacon? Not the same. We eat 80 turkeys in our lifetime. I think I'd do more. That, that would, well, that would be like once a year, I guess. If you think, if you live to be 80, 
but those first few years don't count. But I guess we're thinking every Thanksgiving is when we eat turkey. I eat turkey more than that right? because some restaurants, like Spice Diner down here on Five Forks, they have it every Sunday, turkey and dressing. Yes. Mm. So I have Thanksgiving every week, y'all. Plus I eat turkey Mm -hmm. sandwich meat. Mm -hmm. That's mostly what I eat. Oh, that's true, too. See, I don't even think about that. And then we eat 2,400 chickens in our lifetime. That sounds low. I feel like chicken is the thing everyone eats. Well, and that surprised me because 4,500 fish we eat. And I don't well, eat as much fish as I do chicken. Yeah, I eat more chicken than fish. Chickens. chickens are kind of, think about a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, true. That's bigger than like a tilapia filet. Mm-hmm. I'll eat the whole thing. And a goldfish. Which one? The whole rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, not, <laughs> in one Holy sitting, not in one sitting, but yeah. you know, over a couple of meals. But that would be kind of funny to take to work someday and just put the, one of those rotisserie chickens from the you know, Walmart <laughs> and just start eating it, eating the whole thing. Now, the ones from Sam's, mm-hmm. they're huge. They are. Yeah. I don't know where they get those chickens. I think those are turkeys. And these are <laughs> honorable mentions. 400 more rabbits, ducks, geese, and other sea animals that we're eating. I got news for them. Mm-hmm. Ducks and geese are not sea animals. And other <laughs> random sea animals. Oh, that's true. That's it sounded that like it, yeah. Uh, what other sea animals besides fish? Lobster had oh, that this weekend, one. too. Crab <laughs> legs. Oh, the, well, you know what? They got the redneck uh, lobster that we eat here. Uh, here in the south, crawdads. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a crawdad. Fan. I mean, they're much smaller than the lobster. Yeah, I mean, I I like them, but <laughs> I don't buy them. It's so much work for so little I payoff. Agree. It's not worth it. You know what that is? That's a redneck shrimp's what that is. It's something between a redneck shrimp and a redneck lobster. <laughs> Where do you get the crawdads? In a ditch, in the sewer. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> really. I, I mean, I used to have some in that little stream behind my old house here. Like, you know, yeah, when I was okay. over in Waxford, they have a stream behind me. I you see crawdads. No in information about how many crawdads we eat in a lifetime. If you ever see it flood in the in the south, like in Savannah, crawdads will literally come up from the sewers. It yeah. is nasty. And uh, I think they're pretty much Louisiana's where you see a lot of people eat yeah, those. I've been to a crab boil in Louisiana. It's a good thing they boil them. You eat a whole <laughs> bunch of them. And then, uh, like, bugs, snails were not mentioned in this survey as well. Right. Like the escargot. Pass. And you know what? As a little kid, I heard, you know, because you'd hear fancy people say, I had an escargot and it's just snail. And then I <laughs> pulled one out of a shell one time as a little kid. It was not good. <laughs> you I, ate one? Yeah. I'd be like, I put salt on my snails. I see. <laughs> it was not good. Bless their hearts. Well, we, we learned something new from Tori. She puts them under her eyes. Hey, it works. Yeah. I'm quite tired today, but you can't tell. Okay, maybe a little bit. <laughs> the slime from the snail actually uh, tightened your eyes up. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so either that or whatever disease you get from having put a snail on your eye. You get two uses out of them. You can like put them under your eyes and then eat one. <laughs> Just a little snack. <laughs> yeah. Who ate the first snail and why? I don't know. They must have been really hungry. Mm-hmm. That's those fancy people. They're like, weird. It's crunchy. No, I don't think they, they take all the shells out. They escargot. When you open a can of it, it just looks like black peas. Well, the same person who ate caviar for the first time. Yeah, that's gross, too. Well, caviar is snail, right? No, caviar fish is fish eggs. Oh, never mind. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. I ain't fancy, y'all. I'm redneck. I know what a crawdaddy is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I want to make sure that you guys don't shoot the messenger on this. I am merely relaying this information. I'm not saying it's true. I am not the person to get mad at. Okay. But Gen Z is not going to like to hear this. Uh Uh-oh. 
Now, just to let you know who that is, Gen Z is anyone born between 1981 and 1996. Okay. So that's between 23 and 38 years old. Pretty big spread there. Uh, anywhere from, you know, mid-20s, early 20s to late 30s. Okay. But Gen Z is considered to be the worst group to employ. They are the worst workers. I think you lumped millennials in with that. Um, millennials you may be are right. 30s. I just yeah. say anyone. Gen okay, Z that is, is mil- it, well, it says where millennials end and Gen Z begins. All right, let me check this here. You know, there are different, uh, if you Google that, there's different dates. <laughs> there are, but they're usually <laughs> about the same. You're right, Tori. This has lumped them in together. So Gen Z is uh, 97 to 2012. Yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. So that's 11 to 26 years old. Wait, so millennials still considered awful? No, millennials are actually the best. Oh, whew. Go figure, right? Well, <laughs> and I, I heard some... Uh, if, what are you? You're Gen I'm X. I'm a Gen X. I heard some Gen Xers talking. They were big, big time bosses over right. the weekend, and they were saying when they hire the younger, you know, folks, they're always on their phone and can't get them to work or show up to work. Well, let's right? take a look at yeah. this study from Resume Builder because they explain it pretty well. And you are right. There have been so many times, Hawk, where I'm sitting in a meeting and I'm like, why didn't y'all just text me this? Yeah, why, why you're on your phone shopping most of the time. You're supposed to be a good worker. She's not, according I to this. I can be. She shops all the time. All right, let there. me explain <laughs> this. They took a poll of 1,300 bosses, and they found that millennials are now seen as the best workers, hmm. the best employees. Uh, millennials, Gen Z, are the worst. And oddly enough, the reason they said Gen Z workers are bad is they're not good with technology. Oh, really? Yeah, that's huh. surprising because I think of Gen Z as being good with technology, but apparently those TikTok skills don't translate. <laughs> oh. uh, here's what they found. Uh, they said that uh, the bosses have hired Gen Z workers that have, quote, a lack of technological skills in general, and their top five complaints were that Gen Z workers lacked effort, motivation, they were not as productive as others, easily distracted, and easily offended. Okay. So they, uh, they basically had thin skin. They also said that these are the reasons they generally have to fire Gen Z, because of their lack of motivation, not trying hard enough, and being too thin-skinned. And millennials have thin skin, too, but like adults, we go cry about it in the bathroom by ourselves. Not to everyone else. (laughs) Right. Okay. Now, I am Gen X, so I think maybe the Gen X or the boomers are the ones actually being a part of the study and talking about their employees being the younger two crowds. I don't know if Gen X was even considered in this or not, because... They're the bosses in many of these cases. The guys I was talking to saying they're hiring old people. Like you'll see older people at the uh, grocery store now bagging your groceries and stuff because I I guess you need the insurance and whatever. But they see a lot more work ethic with them. And And that's why they're these guys hire and fire people all the time. Right. Now, the sad thing is that's our future. Yeah. Because obviously if the world is set up so they're having to work to keep insurance, we're going to be in that situation too. Why? Yeah. That's not, that's not a why, yeah, that's a oh no. Well, you know what? It's good to have purpose in life. And a bag of groceries and, is not my purpose. It is, but, but it is for someone else. Mm, I would rather, my purpose would be to sit at home and enjoy my old age and watch Fox News 
and yell about how the world's falling in pieces. You already do that, don't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in your midlife crisis right now. I'm not that great a worker either, to be honest with you. But yeah. uh, don't shoot me. That's what the survey says. So if you're Gen Z, maybe you don't even care. But if you do, that's the things that they're talking about you. If you're a Gen Z and you're listening to us right now, we're not talking about you. It's yeah. the other Gen Z. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You ever have a stranger ask you to watch something in public, like, you know, maybe at a restaurant or something, maybe say, hey, you know, can you keep an eye on things? I'll be back in just a second. I never had that, but you mentioned like at the beach or a pool. Okay. And I've had people at the pool, like in our neighborhood, they would be like, hey, will you watch that for me? Yeah. It's too much responsibility. I can barely keep up with my own stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, and you know what? I agree. I have my own story. Because I, 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 like, I could ask that more than I should probably, Tom. Really? Maybe it's, it's just you, you know, you have that grumpy look. Like, well, I don't want that guy watching my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you look trustworthy? Because yeah. I don't see it. Well, and how long are you obligated to watch the stranger stuff while they go do their thing? Uh, I guess till they get back. But this happens a lot, like in college, they say, laptops, phones, bags, books, and it's like a sense of community when you're at the you know, college bookstore or at the library, and a lot of the college kids ask each other to watch things for them quite a bit. I can see that. Uh, also, at the movie theater, sometimes, you know, you know, uh, now you pay for the seats, but they'll put your coat down or something, and you'll want to go get concession stands food, and you're like, hey, can you keep an eye on my coat or my purse here? No? I've not had that. I think yeah, it's so dark there. in there. Okay. I would never accept that responsibility. People <laughs> said uh, airport to watch a suitcase while no. you go get something to eat. That's mm-hmm. against the law. Yeah. They'll be asking you at the thing. They'll be like, have you had anyone else? In the, you know, and you're like, oh, God, yeah, I asked someone to watch it. I can't fly now, can I? Mm-hmm. Uh, then they say, uh, for me, it was like Panera Bread. So I was at Panera Bread. The guy's like, hey, you mind watching my stuff? And I was eating, you know, with a buddy of mine, and I'm like... Sure, I'll do that. He was gone 20 minutes. Holy cow. I'm like, we had wrapped up things, and I was like, i, I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> His stomach hurt, Paul. <laughs> I might would have left. I did not leave. I sat there, and I was waiting for him, and, of course, we cleaned up, and we had another glass of tea. <laughs> That's why people don't ask me, because mm-hmm. I would have left. I think there's a reasonable amount of time. I agree, yeah. I will say, in this situation, I might would have stuck my head in the bathroom and been like, you okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah. How long are you thinking here? I got things to do today now. <laughs> I could bring your stuff in here if you want. That had to be so awkward, too, when he came back out, and he's like, that took longer than I expected. Yeah, it was. I mean, um, it, he, he just kind of brushed it off like it was nothing. Really? Yeah. Huh. He didn't I, say nothing like, sorry about that? Well, he did say sorry, but right. I'm like, but that's all he said. Sorry, I didn't realize it was going to take me that long. Was he really in the bathroom, though? Yeah. Okay. Well, went to the bathroom. I didn't know if he had to go out to the car or <laughs> like, change a baby's diaper. If it or... were me, I would have taken my laptop in with me. You yeah. Know? It'd be a crap top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I could waste some time there doing a little multitasking in the bathroom. Instead of having, you know, some bozo watch it, because he didn't know me from Adam. You called yourself a bozo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, now, Kato asked about a kid, but you didn't see a, any kid or anything, no, right? No, it was no, just no. him? Yeah, it was just him. Just yeah, him. I had at least brought up the, like, sorry, man, that was not what I thought it was going to be. Okay, well, and you were talking about at the beach. They did a study uh, for beachgoers. It turns out that if you ask someone to watch your stuff, in most cases, they do. The experiment involved asking strangers to watch someone's beach stuff while the owners went swimming or went for a walk, you know, down the beach. Okay. And the uh, same type of stuff was left near other beachgoers who were not asked to watch the owner's stuff. 
when I'm at the beach, I just need someone to watch me when I'm in the water. Because you ever come back out and you're like, where am I? The tide's taking you down. You got, yeah, especially if you're one of those floats. I'm yeah. like, yeah. So what happened whenever these people, like, did the people who weren't supposed to watch it steal it? In most instances, they watch stuff, when the, the people that watch stuff, uh, they were saved by the strangers because they had these actors come in and actually steal the stuff oh, wow. or, or attempt to steal it while they were gone in this study. And so they would actually stick up for them? Yes. So if you asked the person to watch your stuff, they said that they would stick up for them or they would stop what was happening. But if you did not ask them to watch your stuff, most of the time they just let the people do whatever they wanted to with that stuff. Because they felt guilty. If you didn't ask, they wouldn't have felt guilty about it. They would have been like, that's their problem. But since you asked, they're like, oh, no, I'm responsible for this. Well, what they say is by asking, you make eye contact. Like you make and humanize both yourself and the watcher. And the watcher now knows that you're not like all the other strangers. And they can also identify, hey, that's that person's stuff. So if some person comes up and they don't recognize them, like they're doing something wrong. So they will interfere at that point. You know, I don't think we ever ask anyone to watch our stuff. Oh, okay. We don't. Yeah. We'll, and we'll leave it out there and go inside to our condo or whatever and make sandwiches, eat lunch. <laughs> yeah, you'll set up camp. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just don't, just assume that no one's going to take it. And we don't leave phones or money. Well, everybody knows where and, the wallet and, or your phone is. If there's a pair of shoes there, you know your wallet's in the in the shoe. Or wrapped up in the towel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good hiding place. I just put mine underneath the sand now. I dig a little hole and put the sand over the top of it. Can't I've read uh, a baby's diaper. Just that like oh, it's, yeah, yeah, just wrap it up in there and it That's looks good. like it's used. If, oh, yeah, if you really want to make it look good, just put a little like Hershey's chocolate in there. There you go. Thank you, Tom. Hey, oh. Tina from TR's right now said that a woman came up to her with a baby carriage, tells her, thanks for watching my baby, here's my number, and just walks off to the pool a oh. concession stand to get some drinks. Wow. I'm like, that's to, to watch you, baby? I don't think that's good. No. You're just, Not you unless you're getting me a drink. Yeah. I'd be calling, like, DSS. <laughs> Here's her number. Yeah. She's in the pool line right now. I'm leaving. Watching wow. a baby? Okay. <clears throat> Different. That's right. crazy. Yeah. I don't even think I trust people to watch my dog. Okay. That's I set a- up nanny cams when we have people come check in on him. Hmm. Dang. Ain't no wow. way I'd trust someone with my baby. Note to self. Yeah, yeah watch well, it back. I was in line one time at the grocery store, and uh, this lady's like, hey, can I hold your baby? What? Yeah. I Did was, you even have a baby? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the Ace or Judah one, I don't remember. It was a long time ago, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm getting through, and she goes, it's been so long since I held a baby. Can I hold your baby? No. No. I let her hold my baby. Oh. How old yeah. was she? It's uh, probably... 47 Man, and a that's half. too young. If you're like 80, I might let you hold the baby. Because yeah. old, old people, especially old women, they get weird about that. Yeah, well, I they let love her. holding babies. Yeah. <laughs> I let her hold them. What would you have done if she was, took off running? I could catch her. I mean, she had a baby. I mean, she it ain't like I can't catch her with my baby. <laughs> he, I'd tackle her. <laughs> like, um, you know, but, you know, some people, they just like that. That's the number to DSS. <laughs> if you don't mind, can you hold him for about three hours? I'll be back. Here's my number. I need a break. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, we have been looking at several things here, but I think the one thing we've been talking about a lot on the show this morning uh, in behind the scenes is the loss of an old friend. For those of you who have not heard yet, but Bed Bath & Beyond, mm. 
they are filing for bankruptcy, and it's not the kind of bankruptcy where they keep <laughs> operating and keep on going, and they just don't pay their creditors back. They didn't close already. Um, they're actually doing the kind where they sell everything, including the shelves in the store. But have you been in there? Because no. it's still expensive as heck. Yeah, that's probably part of the reason they're going under. Mm-hmm. But of course, you always knew that you had a coupon somewhere in your house that would still be valid, <laughs> even though it was from like 2016. And they would be like, yeah, we'll take that. That is where I bought my last body pillow. Really? Yes. Well, you can go get another one I real probably quick. need to hurry because mine's old now and smells a little... Funky. Well, rush in and get a deal. <laughs> so, you BOGO. I want a BOGO body pillows. America has been through a lot over the past 25 years. I don't think that they did BOGOs. They were really big on that, what was it, 30% off coupon? 20. How much is it? Is it 20? Uh, I thought it was 20. Could okay. Be either. Maybe yeah. that's why they went under, is they were giving people too big a discount. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they have been through a lot. All of us have over the last 25 years, but there was one constant. You could find a 20% off coupon to use at Bed Bath & Beyond, yeah. even if it expired six years ago. Mm-hmm. But as you mentioned, Cato, they've been struggling for a while, and yesterday they declared bankruptcy. There's no restructuring. It's just over. Mm. So those coupons will only be good through tomorrow. Then they'll be useless. But that doesn't matter so much because they're already liquidating everything. So there's going to be deep discounts and going out of business sales. The store began in 1971, and it was just bed and bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they started to take on Beyond, that's when things got tough. I mean, and how many Beyonds do you really need in a lifetime? An infinity's worth. Yeah. Wow. Affinity and beyond. <laughs> well, it should have worked then. <laughs> um, they say that it became the Bed Bath & Beyond in 1987, and in the late 90s, it started to become a big box store, and that's when the big blue coupon started. The store peaked in 2011 when there were more than 1,100 stores, uh, but then troubles began in 2019, and then the pandemic really put a nail in the coffin for mm, them. Mm, so yeah. if you are a Bed Bath & Beyond shopper, here's what you need to know. Starting Wednesday, everything will be final sale, and you cannot return it. So in other words, you buy it, it's yours. So all the stores are going away, every bit, every one of them? That's this correct. Point? Okay, just want to make sure because I know this. they had one round of this. Not long ago, and ours survived up here on Woodruff Road. Right. Yeah. Also, be sure to use your gift cards. You have two weeks. They'll stop accepting gift cards on May the 8th, Mm. and they'll stop accepting reward points from their loyalty program on May 15th. If you have a gift registry through Bed Bath & Beyond, they'll be reaching out to you about transferring it to a competitor. So they're pretty well organized for this thing. A lot of bankruptcies, they just like shut the doors and say, bye. Mm-hmm. Is it because Amazon's come along and we can get everything like dropped in our lap in about an hour? I feel like Tori <laughs> had a point, though. They What's were that? expensive, even yeah. with the coupons okay. a lot of times. And this Christmas, I went to Bed Bath & Beyond thinking this would be a good place to get one of those elephant, white elephant gifts or Dirty Santa gifts. I didn't see nothing in there that was that looked like a good white elephant what gift. What would make you think Bed Bath & Beyond would have something, you know, shady like a that? A cool bathroom scale that told, it spoke out your weight. Something neat. <laughs> what if the scale said, oh, get off me? Yeah, that'd have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when I walked in and Reed Diffusers were $40, I was like, mm, this is not my place. Reed so diffusers? what should a Reed Diffuser cost? 
I mean, I, I'm probably cheap with this kind of stuff, but I'm spending 10 maybe $20 on that. I don't even know what a reed diffuser is. It's because you're right. a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Makes your home smell good. I know because I have a wife. Oh, okay. I'm like, a reed diffuser? A reed confuser is me. <laughs> That's why I'm reading bedtime stories. <laughs> but, um, you know, I feel like that everything in there was very high priced. Even with the 20% coupon, it wasn't enough to bring it back down to reality. And then there just wasn't that much exciting stuff. There was a time when it was almost like sharper image, and you'd go in and you'd find cool stuff. But that time kind of came and went. Well, what other stores we got, though? You got at home now. They have all that Bed Bath and uh, Beyond stuff there, too. And I don't TJ think Max? those are nearly as, as common. The, the at home, you don't see those in every city. I mean, Bed Bath and Beyond was in 1,100 stores. You do I the know. math, that's like 200 a state. Dollar General, put them out of business. <laughs> you, you, you know what? If you search long enough, you can find a bed and a bath and maybe beyond in a Dollar General store if you look behind the shelves or underneath them sometimes. I'm like, I don't want that Beyond product. <laughs> Yeah. This is weird. I don't think they were the cause. They yeah. are. They weren't quite as high class as Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, I think he was joking. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blow the dust off that Beyond. Let's buy that, honey. <laughs> Wait till Saturday because we get five dollars off <laughs> if you keep the coupon. I shop there like he was not tell? joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Have the things you should never say to a woman. <laughs> now, Tom, I'm sure you can add a lot to this list. Do we have time for this? I hope so, because found some of these very interesting. A lot of times, I know that you and your wife, do you, uh, you ask her how much? Like, how much did that cost, Tom? I always ask my wife that, because she comes in from shopping, and yeah. I'll be like, how much was that? And she'll either say... I don't remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or she'll be like, I paid for it with my own money. And then I'm like, oh, okay. My favorite is to go, well, it was 200, but guess the deal that I got. And then by the time I talk it down, he's like, that actually is a pretty good yeah, deal. I know. Yeah, I know. That works because I'd have a heart attack right at the 200 part. It's like, you know, <laughs> especially if you shop at Kohl's, they'll show you how much you saved. I'm like, I saved $632.59. That's what my wife does. She's like, I saved a whole lot of money. And I'm like, yeah, but how much did you spend? <laughs> yeah. Those Kohl's things get me every time, man. <laughs> you call for that, huh? I do, yeah. Spending $50 because you get $5 off. Yeah. Worth it. Uh, <laughs> things you should never say to a woman. Are you ready yet? Mm, I don't know about that. What? It depends on what the reasoning is. Like, especially whenever she's telling me to hurry and then I'm ready. And I'm like, <laughs> are you ready yet? And yeah. You're just rushing me. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess there are some situations. But the are you ready yet can get you in trouble sometimes. Uh, and for women, you know, when they're getting ready in the bathroom, it's kind of like the same time equivalent as a guy going, hey, just let me finish this level. This last uh, video game level. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got one more round of Madden here, honey. Okay. My problem with video games, I will pause it. If it's if there's a pause button, I'll pause it and walk away. But a lot of them have these things where you can't pause for a while. And you're like, please let me pause the game. Or you have to get to this certain stage right, before you yeah, had to save it, to get the save stage. And so yes. you're either going to lose a bunch of progress. And I'm like, why don't they make a pause button for people with wives? Mm. <laughs> things you should never say to a woman and this is along the same lines but the game is on honey can we do it some other time like you know do you want to go 
I wash my car or clean, you know, do some landscaping. It's like, get the games on. Let me just at least watch the game, then I'll do it. Even if the game wasn't on, if I were him, I wouldn't want to go wash somebody else's car. Yeah, I mean, I to me, I don't really do a lot of the sports, so it doesn't matter. Okay. But I don't need that excuse, any excuse not to have to go wash the car. Things you should never say to a woman, Tom, you've said this before, can I kiss you? Now, I disagree with this. I think that is okay if you're out on a date. Like, may I kiss you? Because... You want to get their approval. Well, right. it's not really about the approval. It's more of a, a line. It's like a line. Because I walked up to this girl. This is way before I met wife. And I was like, you are so beautiful. Can I kiss you? You've told that story about six times in the last month. Well, you apparently didn't get it right because you were telling it wrong. You know, that's, it right. that's only one time you've said that. Most of the time you're like, go for it. Like even mid, mid-dinner. Like, you know what? Go get that kiss. Don't, don't wait and ask them. But was this someone you went on a date with, Tom, no, or someone the I server met. at a restaurant? It was actually a bar, <laughs> and I was being introduced to her by another DJ, and he was, and he was like, "This is Tom Steele from the So and So Show," and I was like, "You are so beautiful. Can I kiss you?" That's creepy. She let me do it. Oh. I kissed her. We ended up dating. That's even creepy. I know, right? <laughs> Things you should never say to a woman. Uh, anything like "You're crazy" or. You're nuts. Get out of here. You know, just make them question themselves in any way. Or calm down. Yeah, well, we know that one. Never in the history of calming down has anyone ever calmed down from being told to calm down. Yeah. yeah. But I will say this. The crazy one, it's not because of what you said, making them doubt themselves. Okay. It's because they see it as a challenge. Oh. You want to see crazy? (laughs) I'll show you crazy. I'll show you crazy. (laughs) You know too much, Tom. Be quiet. I've been there, man. I dated them. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. I'm going to go off on you. My mom would always say, I'm going to cloud up and rain on you. Don't even know what that means. (laughs) Sounds bad. It was scary, yes. I'm like, how are you going to rain on me, mama? (laughs) Okay, and these are the top two things you should never say to a woman. One is, are you really going to eat all that? Oh, I say that all the time, but oh. I don't say really. Yeah, uh, that's the key. I, I'm there. like, are you going to eat all that? Yeah, my husband says it, but in an impressive way. Wow, you're going to eat all that? Why, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, not every woman takes that as impressive. Yeah, I consider it a win if my pants don't fit after dinner. I know you're special, Tori. You are special, Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. That wasn't you. a compliment. I take it in the most positive way I can. And then finally, things you should never say to a woman. Mom never made it like that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Your, your meatloaf don't take a lot. It tastes like mom's. Yeah. I Every just meal. told my wife that. Did you yeah. really? I was like, I didn't like my mom's meatloaf. Yours is good. Oh, well, that's good. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's good true. Job. I did. My mom made it real mushy, and hers is nice and crispy. I liked it. Crispy meatloaf? Oh. <laughs> it was good. Right. I think it sounds good. It was crispy on the outside yeah. and then normal on the inside. It was so good. See, my husband's always the opposite. I don't think it's supposed to jiggle like that, Tori. Okay. Like, is your meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jello. There's a right there. I had a friend cook for me once, and she—you uh, had to actually use a knife to spread the gravy on the mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I don't think something's right here. <laughs> that's, that's bad too. <laughs> Here's a knife for your gravy. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.